0: You're listening to The Leadership Pod, Episode 44, How to Sound Smart and Confident at Work. To the Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Cara Ronan, leadership expert and your guide to help you build your brand, visibility and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. Well, welcome back to the Leadership Pod. By the time you are listening to this episode, we will be right in the middle of December getting ready for the end of year holidays. Now for me, what that means is summer holidays. I'm living in Australia. So December is summer holidays for me. And I've already experienced a number of days of around 40 degrees or 45 degrees Celsius. So we've already had a number of days that have been quite hot already, and it will definitely continue over the next two or three months as we head into the middle of summer and then out of the summer into autumn. Coming into the new year, many of you may be making promises to yourself, maybe making New Year's resolutions to yourself of things that you want to do differently next year, some things you want to change about your life next year. And of course, there are the usual obstacles of uh, some people may want to lose weight, some people may want to save more money next year than what they did this year. But these things won't necessarily help you get promoted. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's to give you the skills, the ideas, the inspiration, and the motivation to help you advance in your career and to advance into leadership. And one thing that you do need in order for you to be seen as a leader is to come across as smart and confident at work. And that is what this episode is all about. So I'm going to share with you five ideas that you can implement right now in your communication and in your conversations to come across as smart and confident at work. And I know you are probably short for time. This is an incredibly busy time of year for many of you. So I will get straight into this episode. So the first idea I have for you to come across as smart and confident at work is to get to the point quickly just like I have in this podcast episode. And I'm sure when you have been in business, when you have been in meetings, when you've been in the office, you have been exposed to somebody who just keeps rambling and you keep waiting for them to get to the point. And five minutes have passed. You still don't know what their point is, what the point is they want to make, but you're still waiting to hear what their main point is. This is such a common occurrence in business meetings. And we generally call these people who can cannot get straight to the point and cannot get to the point quickly, we call these people ramblers. And they also exist at networking events. It's likely you would have come across this type of person at some stage when you have been out networking and going to events back when we could actually attend events in person. Now, those are the people you get stuck with in conversations and they just keep on talking and you cannot break away from the conversation. So ramblers are very common during business meetings, in business situations, at networking events. They are really common. But if you want people to see you as smart, intelligent, and confident, you don't want to be a rambler. And you need to communicate whatever your main message is. You need to communicate that quickly to the other person. You basically need to get to the point as quickly as you can. If you don't, what happens is people tend to lose interest in what you are saying. People get distracted and your message gets diluted because you just keep rambling on before you get to your main point. So your main message or your main point, that is what people want to hear. And It's really important in order to be concise, in order to be clear with your communication that you don't make people wait to find out what your main point is, what your main message is. The reason people don't get to the point quickly is quite often because they don't know what it is i find a lot of people they they start talking and they figure well i'm not quite sure what my main point is is yet but i'm just going to start talking and i will figure it out along the way as i go But what happens in between, like I mentioned before, is that people lose interest. They get distracted and your main message, gets diluted. You've lost them in the conversation. So by the time you get to your main message, they are already gone. They're already thinking about something else. Or if you are at a networking event, they may have actually ended the conversation to go and talk to somebody else. So to avoid looking like a rambler, what you need to do is figure out one main point before you contribute to the meeting. So ask yourself, what is your key message? What is the main point that you want to make when you are speaking during the meeting? And if you get clear on this, then your communication during meetings will be a lot more succinct. It will be a lot clearer and as a result, you will come across as more intelligent and confident. The second idea on how to be seen as smart and confident in business or in meetings is to use numbers for multiple talking points. So sometimes in a meeting, you will have a number of points that you want to talk about. It's normal. Now, quite often, if these multiple points aren't communicated in a way that's clear to the listener and that is easy for them to follow, it can cause you to come across as unintelligent and as though you lack confidence. A basic principle of communication is that you need to communicate to be understood that is the main purpose, the main principle of any communication. And that means that you need to be aware of how people will interpret your message. So sometimes what happens is your message might be very clear in your mind. You might know exactly what it is you want to say and the multiple points that you want to talk about, they could, every one of them could be very clear in your mind, but they may not always come across clearly to your listener. Basically, they need to know how many points to expect. In other words, how many points are you going to be talking about? So that's something you need to have in mind or be clear on before you start talking. They also need to know what point it is You are talking about right now, or what point it is they're listening to right now, so they can pace themselves for questions and for their attention span. These are things that I incorporate into every podcast episode, and you may have noticed that I actually did it at the beginning of this podcast episode. I started the episode by saying, I'm going to share with you five ideas on how you can communicate to appear more intelligent and more confident at work. And heading into this episode, you know that I am going to be talking about five points. And then throughout the episode, I announce whenever I am reaching a new point. So idea one, I announced that to you. Idea two, I have announced that to you because that's the idea we're talking about right now. And all of this is intentional. It's going to help you as a listener stay on track. It helps you not get bored. It helps you get the impression that I am intelligent and that I am structured as well. So I hope you do have that impression so far with this podcast episode, but this is something you can absolutely incorporate into your meetings whenever you are speaking during a meeting. If you have a number of points that you want to make in the meeting, a number of talking points that you want to address in the meeting, it is a great idea for you to use numbers for those multiple talking points. And an example of what that would sound like is this. I believe that XYZ issue is important for us to talk about today. So I'm going to share with you three ideas on how I think we can handle this issue. So the first idea is, the second idea is, the third idea is. So this is an example of What it would sound like during a business meeting if you, say, had three points that you wanted to talk about during the meeting. And as I said before, the benefit of doing this is it helps people know what to expect when you're talking and it helps them to stay on track and to stay focused on the point that you are actually talking about, the point that you're up to. The other benefit of this, and I haven't mentioned this before, is that it can deter people from interrupting you because you've created anticipation with them. You've told them, well, I'm going to be talking about three points. We are up to point two. I have one more point to talk about. And for some people, it does deter them from interrupting you because they know that you are going to be talking about three points. You're only up to point two. You have one more point to go. You're clearly not finished yet. So if you have issues around people interrupting you during business meetings, then this is a strategy that might help you out. Idea number three is to use simple vocabulary. So a big mistake that I see a lot of people make in both their verbal and their written communication is they try to sound intelligent by using big words, by using complicated words or very technical vocabulary, and they think that it's going to make them sound smart. But in reality, what it does is it alienates you from the conversation. I mentioned before about communicating to be understood, and this should be your focus in all of your communication. That is how you you connect with your listener. And that is how you are going to influence your listener to your way of thinking or whatever it is you want them to do. So you don't want to communicate to impress. You want to communicate to be understood. And you're not communicating to be understood if you use overly complicated words that your listener would not understand. So simpler words help you connect better with them which leads to them understanding your message better, which leads to you having more impact with your communication. So use vocabulary that your listener would relate to. And vocabulary that your listener will relate to is simple vocabulary, not complicated words and not technical vocabulary, unless your listener is familiar with those kinds of words and that kind of vocabulary. Another thing you need to remember is to use simple sentences instead of long drawn out sentences. Uh, I'll give you an example of what you should not say or what is a long drawn out sentence here. I have perused your email message that comprehensively outlined the most effective ways in which we should address the procedure we currently use for onboarding new clients. So that was a really long, drawn out, complicated message that the listener probably didn't understand. There is way too many words in that sentence. And the vocabulary that is used is too complicated. is not everyday vocabulary. It's not simple vocabulary. So to make your message sound more human, to make it more easily understood, you need to switch things around and say something like this. I read your email about how to deal with client onboarding. That is all that the first example I shared with you said. That is the main message of the first example that I shared with you. But the first example just used vocabulary that was way too complicated and too many words in the sentence. All it really needed was to be a simple sentence that said, I read your email about how to deal with client onboarding. And that's it. So your complicated message has to be translated into a simple, clear message that cannot be misunderstood by your listener. So the next time you want to say something during a meeting, ask yourself, is there a simpler way of going about it? Is there a different vocabulary that you can use? Do you need to use so many words to get your message across? And this tip is also handy for email communication. This is a big issue for, especially for people from intellectual professions like law, accounting, or engineering. I find that a lot of professionals from those areas, when they're speaking to people outside of that industry, they continue to use a lot of technical, a lot of difficult vocabulary and complicated sentences that the listener would not understand. And I've had a number of managers and bosses complain, To me, that their employees are doing this and they would like them to adopt a simpler clearer way of writing their emails to people who are not from the legal industry, for example. So use simple vocabulary and try not to make your sentences too complicated. The fourth idea I want to share with you is do not disguise statements as questions. So this idea is more focused on helping you sound more confident. And one thing I've noticed with my clients, especially those who are more on the introverted or on the shy side, is that they quite Often disguise their statements as questions. To give you an example, it might sound something like this Wouldn't it be better if we held the event next month? Instead of saying, I think we should hold the event next month. So instead of being assertive and confident about what they think, they disguise it as a question. And when you frame your idea or your opinion or your thought as a question, it tells your listener that you are seeking approval. That you're not confident in your ideas and that you need approval from others in the room to be sure of yourself. And this is not leadership. If you do this, then you are not telling the other people you work with that you are made to be a leader. If you want to be seen and heard as a leader, then you need to be confident and you need to be assertive with your ideas, with your opinions, and with your thoughts. So instead of using questions, use statements like this. I think, I believe, how I see the issue is, I'm going to tell you how I think we should address this problem. So these are just some examples of how you can convey your thoughts, your opinions, or your ideas in a confident and an assertive way. And these are all examples that will make you sound sure of yourself. They will make you sound like a leader. Idea number five is to pronounce your words. So correct and clear pronunciation will make you sound intelligent. Pronunciation is often overlooked when people are learning how to communicate better because quite often they are concerned with the words they are going to use more than how they are going to convey their message. But the reality is, how you communicate is just as important as what you say or the words that you use. So, when I talk about how you communicate, what I'm talking about is your tone of voice, the speed, your pace, your pronunciation. These are all areas that you need to think about and pay attention to. And the most common pronunciation blunders, I find they happen because people are speaking too fast. Now, sometimes this happens if you are stressed. I know a lot of people get stressed in business meetings and the nerves and the stress or the anxiety that you feel by speaking up during a meeting, it may cause you to speak faster than you normally would. So if this does happen to you, then it's something you need to be conscious about and you need to make sure that you just slow down your communication when you are speaking during the meeting. Another reason people tend to speak fast is because they might be worried the others in the room will lose interest, and as a result, they try to get their message out as fast as they can so the other people in the room don't lose interest and they don't lose the attention that they're getting. Whatever the reason is for you, the result of speaking fast is that you don't pronounce your words clearly and the individual words, they don't come out clearly to your listener and the sentence ends up being jumbled, which leads to you sounding unintelligent. And that's exactly what you want to avoid since you are listening to this episode. So I'll give you some examples of very common words that people tend to mispronounce because they're speaking too fast, or perhaps it's because they have never really learned how to pronounce these words. Now, the three words I'm going to share with you, when I was preparing for this podcast episode, one of them was new to me. It's actually the first one I'm going to be sharing with you. And that is the month February instead of February. So a lot of people say February. And to be honest, I was guilty of this until I prepared for this podcast episode. But the correct way of pronouncing the month February is February instead of February. Can you see the difference? The second word that I want to share with you is library. Now, this one was not new to me. I've heard many people mispronounce the word library. Again, because they speak too fast and all of the letters kind of jumble together. So what a lot of people say is library. Maybe this is just in Australia. I'm not sure, but I have heard most people who say the word library, they pronounce it library it's quicker, it's easier to say than library, but it is not the correct pronunciation. And the third example that I want to share with you is mischievous. That is the correct pronunciation for the word mischievous, but a lot of people pronounce it mischievous, mischievous instead of mischievous. Can you see the difference? So when you correctly pronounce words What it does is it helps you to pace your communication. So if you are guilty of speaking too fast, then it will help you to slow down your communication so your listener can actually grasp every word and every message that you're trying to convey. It also helps you sound controlled and confident about what you're saying And if you are speaking with somebody who is from a different culture and English is not their first language, it's their second language or maybe third language, it helps you communicate with those people better because it makes your communication clearer and easy to understand. I remember when I was teaching English, because I taught English in Japan for a number of years during my 20s, one of the things that the students would always say is that, I was so easy to understand compared to a lot of the other teachers. And I don't have a very strong Australian accent. A lot of people wonder if I'm from Australia and you might've thought that yourself listening to this podcast. But one thing I do know is that by pronouncing my words correctly, by slowing down my speech a little bit, It does help people to understand me better and it was very helpful when I was teaching English in Japan and then when I was working in Japan as a tax consultant. So if you want to sound more intelligent and if you want to sound more confident and also get your listener to understand your message a lot better, then try pronouncing your words correctly and slowing down your speech in order to do that will really help you. Well, we are at the end of this episode. So I have gone through five ideas on how you can sound smart and confident at work. I will quickly recap each of the ideas that I shared with you. The first one is quickly get to the point. The second one is use numbers for multiple talking points. The third one is use simple vocabulary. The fourth one is don't disguise your statements as questions. And the fifth one is pronounce your words. So I hope that these tips will help you improve your communication at work for 2021 and also during any meetings that you might have next year. Now, as usual, I will be making a YouTube video on this topic. So definitely head over to YouTube to check that video out. Next week, I will be back with a quick episode. This one is going to be about how to get your ideas across in meetings. So that will be the last episode for this year. I will be taking a one week break after that episode, and I will be back on January 4th of 2021 to welcome you into the new year with new episodes and new advice and new tips to help you advance into leadership. In the meantime, have a wonderful week. Thank you again for listening. Enjoy this episode of The Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to check out my YouTube channel where you'll find videos to help you advance as an emerging leader. And I'd love to hear from you via social media. You can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.